0: Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome back to the podcast. All right, so this is one of my um, sleepier episodes (laughs) because it's really early in the morning at the time that I'm recording this and I feel like I feel like I'm talking so loudly that I'm waking everybody up, but obviously I'm not. So hello to you. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I'm just so proud of you for having a heart to pursue God um, and to, you know, just invite him into this area of your life. So God has put something on my heart this morning and um, it's funny, I haven't written it down and I'm a writer, so like... I have to write everything, but I've not really written this down, but it was a major revelation like just in the last minute. And I want to share it with you, like all my best friends learning to seek God instead of a number on the scale, because this is valuable insight for us, for all of us. Like it was a revelation for me and I want to share it with you in case it's a revelation for you, excuse me, because I don't know about you but i find that revelation is where you know it's where i'm able to have conviction (laughs) and i'm able to see things clearly and i'm able to grow in my spiritual maturity maturity and i'm able to turn a corner like it's just profound so what what the revelation i had today is okay it's about it's about food but it's about i wanted to i want to give you a story because I don't want to edit this. I feel like the Holy Spirit is giving me a message and I just want to go with the message I'm feeling him deliver to me. Landon, let's talk about my little boy. <clears throat> I don't know if you follow me on social media, but on social media I've shared that my my all of our children, but Landon in particular, um love to steal food. They love to eat the wrong things. Oh, girlish revelation. They love to eat the wrong things Um, and they know where they are and we've put them in a far off cupboard way up high. (laughs) Like we have put them far off way up high thinking that that would you know do something. No no it doesn't. It just means that now he's he's doing dangerous things in our kitchen and climbing and you know all all the things that a little boy probably would do in pursuit of cookies. Anyhow um one day (laughs) I'm just going to tell you this. This isn't a part of the revelation. Please skip ahead. If you're like, just tell me this, tell me the revelation, Sherry. One day we had, um, we had just bought these security cameras for our home and we had them outside and the cameras, um, we had one of them, we didn't mount whatever. And so we had it in the kitchen and I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm totally going to take these cameras because they were both in the house charging at this time, I'm going to take these cameras and I'm just going to set them up in the kitchen and see if I can catch him in the cookie jar. And not only did I catch him in the cookie jar, but he caught my video camera and he took both video cameras He took both video cameras and pointed them at one another and it was absolutely hysterical because when I unknowingly, I didn't know he caught it, I just saw that I had a, I had movement and so I got up and I looked at the camera and I couldn't stop laughing. It was hysterical. Okay, that is a complete, like that's not the point here. All right, back to the revelation. Dear God, please forgive me. So the revelation I had is we are his children. And we are like Landon, we're in the kitchen. And we just want what tastes good. We know where the food is, even if it's hard to get to, even if we know we shouldn't. We don't, we perpetually seek going after it. But our Father wants to sit down and have a talk with us and explain why because I don't know about you but I have found and I'm going to be doing this later I have found in my motherhood that when I give my children a definition and I say this is why I need you to do this I need you to do this because if you don't then this happens and this happens and these are the consequences and this is how it affects the whole universe." And it's like a light bulb comes on and I explain it in the context of where they are in their ability, in their maturity, to be able to comprehend it. And I feel like this scripture that I'm about to share with you on the other side of this commercial break might be that come to Jesus moment for you. I hope it is because it was for me. It's the very thing that gave me the hand in the cookie jar revelation that I just shared with you with Landon finding the camera and all the things. I hope you'll stay with me, I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. So right now I just wanna read God's word to you. And I want you to think about this. I want you to think about it from the perspective that I just set this up as, okay? This is your father coming to you, his child, and sitting down and explaining to you why you can't come into the kitchen whenever you want, and just eat whatever you want and put your hand into the metaphorical cookie jar. He's explaining to you why even though it tastes good, it's not good for you. And how you need to understand the placement of these foods in the big picture of not only your life, but just the world in the order of things as he set it up okay so that's the context from which you're just going to listen to the scripture so we're I'm on a holiness kick right now I just want you to know like I'm I'm in pursuit of holiness in every area especially weight loss and it's applying to me even you know I've got I'm 48 years old right now I have some residual belly fat that will not leave the house <laughs> like it won't go girl I'm going deep the thinner circle and I are going deeper and so from that place I feel caught God putting a call to holy living in more profound ways on my life and that's I'm bringing you along on the journey I know you're not in the thinner circle necessarily for those of you who are this is definitely going to resonate with you but for you just listening to the podcast, This is us going deeper with holiness. This is us having a talk with our Father. All right, I've rambled enough. On with the scripture. So this is 1 Peter 1, 13, which starts out with saying, So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all of your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into, the, into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. Don't you feel like this is God sitting us down and saying, this is why you can't come into the kitchen when I'm taking a shower (laughs) and climb up here, put yourself in harm's way and eat an entire sleeve of cookies. This is why, because I am holy. I can't be near things that are unholy. And there's a camera. (laughs) His name is the Holy Spirit. He's going to be your moral compass to tell you don't do that don't climb up there but you need you just need to have this insight from this higher level perspective that the reason you don't do this is the is that though it is edible that doesn't mean it's good for you i mean this is god saying to us this is our father sitting us down and saying listen baby girl i am holy And I expect you to imitate me by following my high moral standards. Like God wants us to imitate him. We're not to just do what we want to do. And it's not just about us being caught on camera. It's about us knowing that. It's about us knowing what we should do and doing it. It's about us knowing what we shouldn't do and not doing it. Does that make sense? I mean, I just love this, and I love how Peter's words here, they give us so much insight. Peter's words mean that all part of, parts of our lives and our character should be in the process of becoming conformed, both inwardly and outwardly, to god's standards of living of being of thinking of planning of preparing of expecting of hoping all of the things i mean after people commit their their lives to christ they sometimes still like i did this when i first started in the seekers method i i committed my life to christ and then somehow i still had a i still felt a pull back to my old ways like i wanted to eat the unicorn birthday cake and then I suffered the consequences profoundly because I thought after 30 days of being in the seeker's method actually it was more like 45 days you know I deserve to eat this birthday cake and then I went and ate the cake and whoa did God teach me a lesson about what my body feels like when it's in a condition of holiness and purity and eating good foods and seeing how well it operated for a short period of time, and then I slipped back into my old ways. I mean, this is what Peter is saying to us. After, I mean, the scripture says, don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. That's us being Landon in the kitchen, hand in the cookie jar. We didn't know better. We just went by taste. But after after people commit their lives to Christ, they sometimes slip into that that's just our sin nature but peter is telling us here to be like our heavenly father holy in everything we do holy <clears throat> excuse me holiness being means being totally devoted and dedicated to god being set aside for his special use and set apart from sin and its influence i mean think about it I get so frustrated when I see Landon doing that. I'm like, dude, why can't you just follow the rules? And then I go to the cupboard and I pick up every single box because they're like, can I have a cookie with my sandwich? And I'm like, yeah, let's have, you know, you can have a cookie. You did a great job today, blah, whatever. Every single box I pick up in that pantry is empty. Like, you know, you expect it to have weight and you pick it up and it almost flies behind you. And I'm, I look at them and I'm like, I am so frustrated. And I want to tell them I'm never giving you cookies again it's like the wrath of God, right? (laughs) It's blessings and curses. Well, because you did this, this is the consequence. And you know what? There are consequences for us. God is sitting you down right now and saying that he needs you to be holy. He wants you to be holy because holiness, holiness means being totally devoted or dedicated to him, set apart for his special use and set apart for set apart from sin and its influence, because just like cookies, we know the effect it can have on our children. God is saying to you, these wrong foods have an effect and they make it difficult for me to use you in a special way for you to be set apart in a special way for me to have special use. If you're listening to this, I want you to know that this is only, excuse me, so apparent in my life in hindsight. I can only look back now on my narrow path and see that God needed to use my food so that it would be a way that he could subject me to understanding and comprehending that I needed to be holy because he needed me to be set apart for a special use. And that's because he wanted me to be this Christian life coach for weight loss. Like it was this weird thing that he needed me to do. He needed me to surrender my desire to perpetually seek whatever was in my metaphorical cookie jars. In my case, it was a wine cabinet and it was nachos and cheese and all of the things. God is saying, I need you, my dear podcast listener, to be, set up, to be set aside for his special use and set apart from sin and its influence. He wants us to know that we are to be set apart and different. We're not to be blending in with the crowd, eating what they're eating, drinking what they're drinking, because what you don't know, what you might not yet know, as somebody who's a few steps ahead of you on this narrow path, I need you to know that when you stop living and eating from the cookie jar, from that cupboard where all the bad food is, the mental discernment, the clarity, the brain fog, all of it corrects itself. And you're able to be used by him. You're able to stop blending in. You're able to hear what he's asking you. You're able to align your will with his will so that what you desire is in the right cabinet in the kitchen instead of the wrong cabinet in the kitchen. So that is how we are to be set apart and different, not blending in with a crowd. Yet, you know, he doesn't want us to just be different for the sake of being, you know, different. No. God's, God's qualities in our lives make us different and they make us amazing to be lights in this dark world. Our focus and our priorities must be his. And that only comes as a result of us practicing his focus. His priorities, pursuing holiness in all the areas. And all of this is in direct contrast to how we used to live, sneaking into the cookie jar. We cannot become holy on our own. But God God has given us, (laughs) he's given us the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit to help us obey and to give us power to overcome sin. Like, we have everything we need inside of us. Obedience, as you know, is a fruit of the Spirit. You have everything you need. You're just not tapping into it. You're just walking into the kitchen, seeing the cabinet that nobody's watching. Don't use the excuse that you can't help slipping into sin. Don't, don't let that be your focus anymore. Rely on God's power to, to free you. Rely on God's power to free you from sin's grip, even in weight loss.